0: Hi, this is Bernard Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Adam, and Lady Chow Fung, and we're going to talk about The Five Venoms, a, a classic Chang Chai movie. This is about a dying master of the, of the Poison Clan who sends his final pupil, Yang Di, to find his old students, the Five Venoms, and to find an old, wealthy classmate. Not knowing their names or identities, Yang Di seeks clues in a small town where he finds murder and intrigue. So Lady Chow Fung, I know this is definitely more in your wheelhouse. So I was curious what your thoughts are on this movie.
1: This is the original movie that introduced the world to the five Venoms. And it's a classic. It's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top five for sure.
0: And, uh, and what about you guys? I, was uh, Kenny and Adam, had either of you seen this film before, or was this your first time watching it?
2: This was my it, first time,
3: yeah. yeah. my first time as well.
0: Okay, so uh, what did you guys think?
3: Uh, I enjoyed it. It was, it was weird, though. Having only been doing this for a few movies with you guys, it was the first one where I didn't get a tragic romance. It was like, <laughs> where, where's the tragic romance? There's, it's <laughs> just... Straightforward dudes fighting each other. What's going on here? But uh, I, I, I got through it. I enjoyed it. So,
2: yeah, for me, um, I definitely enjoyed the movie, and uh, I did notice the uh, not not just the lack of romance, but the entire lack of female characters in the movie <laughs> as a whole. So, um it was definitely a very sort of pure, you know. Um, which are movie lots of intrigue and I I did quite like how they managed to sustain the mystery of the identities of the people uh, of the uh, five Venoms throughout the movie like uh, you know in hindsight it was really obvious and sometimes when it's too obvious you might think it's a red herring but I think they made Mm -hmm. use of that um, to misdirect you into thinking it can't be them it's too obvious but then (laughs)
0: sure. (laughs) sure enough it was but uh, yeah, no. The whole premise I thought was really cool. Um, this this is a kind of. I, I also think this is a, one of those movies where um, it's a very reliable recommendation to people. I've never really gotten a negative reaction from it when I've suggested it to folks, and it just seems to always get a pretty good response. But I I I, I think the 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 combination of of the the really great sort of venom kung fu and the 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 very local plot that's just set in like this one little city and it's all really about the intrigue between them and the trial that ensues and it it just really works and is Mm -hmm. um uh it's a good story
1: yeah it's so simple and easy to understand and i think kenny is right it's so simple and you just don't really can believe that who you think the people are or who they actually turn out to be. I mean, some of the characters get revealed pretty early on in the movie, but, you know, the other two or three that are left, you just don't know who they are from the characters that are introduced to you. But again, it was so simple that you missed it.
3: Yeah, I I agree. The simplicity was it was kind of a what was was nice. I mean, I've enjoyed the other movies a lot. And, you know, they they were different in every other movie we've done. Well, that I've done with you guys has had a very kind of complex plot with a lot moving. But this was it set up its premise at the beginning. And it just, you know, that premise unfolded over the uh, over the course of the movie.
0: Yeah, everything's very clearly stated in this movie, from the premise to plot details, mm-hmm. and you know who every single character is. You know, like like unlike a lot mm-hmm. of the Cho Yuan movies that we've reviewed, where that can be sort of <laughs> a point of confusion. In this one, you know, you know who uh, everybody is, and even the minor characters are pretty easy to keep track of the first time you watch it. So it's just it's just a uh, it's a it's a kind of sort of sleek, elegant movie. And it has mm-hmm. some great fight choreography in it, and some you know, uh, and the story is interesting. You're 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 sort of engaged the whole way through.
2: And I think, despite the the fact that the story is so straightforward and simple, um, yeah, this movie really does capture the spirit of Wuxia very well. You know, you have the people or or people everyone with their own plots and yeah Mm -hmm. that there is like what there is one goal which everybody is vying for um and it's just the yeah the the way the characters interact with each other which um really makes it a very charming uh wuxia movie i think
0: well it's got all the double crosses and sort of the the factions and the and the whole idea of just like it's it's all just about one sect so there's just a sect (laughs) sort of cleaning up its own business um yeah
3: and that it's true it's like you say there are the double crosses and stuff so it's like me saying you know when we're talking about it being a simple movie it's compared to those other movies it's simple but it's you know it's it's not like it's completely linear or anything well and there are parts of it that are complicated like you could
0: draw diagrams of certain aspects of the story like who like the master establishes which characters know which other characters and which don't know which other characters yes and that was something yes. that, you know i couldn't grab onto in my own head but i could di- draw a diagram of it and there were some other things like that that i think you yeah, could draw.
1: the beginning is kind of confusing even depending if you watch the sub or the dub but the the snake and the Centipede were together. Toad yeah. and um, Lizard were together. And Scorpion was all on his own.
3: Mm-hmm. So they
1: didn't the, know each other.
3: A nice thing that was an, a mnemonic effect in the introductory scene that made it very easy for me is when the master explains that he's in that room with the, you know, there's, there's there's you know, the on the, uh, the, the, um, each wall they've got the symbols of each animal. Mm-hmm. And it was set up so that the centipede and snake were on one wall together the uh scorpions on a wall by itself and then you've got the lizard and toad next to each other on the wall and it was like just seeing that like i i kept that room in my head and it was like i was i was clear on who was working with who for the rest Mm -hmm. of the movie so that was that was nice and the visual appeal
0: of those masks and outfits at the start were, I thought, pretty cool. They sort of have I um, yeah. I don't know, there's, there's a few movies that get that sort of aesthetic down, um, but this one is, uh, you know, it sort of is, the, I guess, the most iconic one.
1: Yeah, the yeah. masks are what um, everybody thinks of when they think of the five Venoms, when they think <laughs> of the movie. Those are the first thing that usually pop into everyone's mind because they're so detailed, and beautiful that they actually stand alone all, all by themselves. They're really cool.
2: As I was gonna say, it reminded me uh, very much of the Power Rangers style. Yeah, <laughs> they, they demonstrated their yeah unique art, and then they show up in their mask and pose for a bit. Well, <laughs> um, and also
0: like the Masked Avengers, it was a very similar. And I know uh, Lady Chao Fung you've talked about this, but the, the the some similar elements to that movie. Uh, in terms of the concept of you know you know they're, they're in masks so that they don't necessarily know who one another are, um, and so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I know. I was going to say, uh, you know, another thing about the sort of beginning which amused me a bit was I I kind of treated it as um, when the master was was explaining the relationship between all the different venoms. It was all like one of those riddles where, you know, Sally uh, doesn't want to sit next to Ben, but. uh... Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um,. What was, and the uh, and the whole thing in the beginning too with the mat he was in like that I don't know what it was but some kind of bath like container and they have all the smoke coming out yeah and trying to kill himself
1: trying to boil the poison <laughs> out but not working
0: but and I also just like the idea of this he's got the you know he's got these disciples and he doesn't know if they're good or bad and he sends out the sixth student to to, to go find this out and if they're bad kill them. Like that's you know, and then and then get the money from his classmate and give it to charity if uh if if he can find it. Um and so the mo- the money also acts as this really cool MacGuffin that they're all sort of, you know, vying for. But um but yeah, I don't know. The and the uh uh what what was everybody's favorite venom in this movie? Not 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 actors, just favorite venom in this movie. <sighs> I'd
2: um, say my one would be uh, the lizard. Like he's just got that sort of cocky, like when he's first introduced, he has that old cocky swagger yeah. thing, uh, he, he gets along with everyone. Well he's a bit cheeky to uh, you know all the vendors and to his superior, and yeah, he, he just has this sort of unique charisma to him that I think know yeah, makes him really stand out.
3: Yeah, I'll second you on the on the lizard for the same reasons. He just he is just a very likable character. And I mean, that, and, and you know, once again, they don't reveal him, but it's like, I was just sure he was going to be one of the uh Venoms from the standpoint. I'm like, this guy's great. There's no way he's not going to be one of the Venoms. He's just, uh he's, he's just too entertaining a part of the movie to not be.
1: Originally, my favorite Venom was the, the snake. I first mm-hmm. saw this movie when I was very young mm-hmm. and just, I guess when I was a girl, the glitteriness of the costume plus the, the style that he had. My favorite part is the, when he drops to the floor on his back but doesn't hit the floor right away. He's um, suspended for just that momentary second, and then he drops and moves like a snake. To me, that was just awesome the first time I saw it.
0: Well, and he almost yeah. has probably the more I think he has the more interesting development as a character by the end of the movie because he yeah, kind
1: of complex
0: yeah yeah he has like a redemptive moment and yeah. and some pangs of guilt and so he actually kind of develops and uh and 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 he's got kind of in I think you, I agree he's got like a cool style to him like the snake style fits the outfit and he's he's sort of this elegant uh you know almost like an aristocratic type character um and uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I would go with you know Phil, uh, the guy who plays uh, the lizard is Philip Kwok, and he's definitely uh, probably my, my favorite from the group. Um, and uh, so I'm I'm a big fan of the lizard. Uh, Steve loves this movie. And he couldn't be here, and I know that his favorite is the Toad. So and a lot of people like the Toad. So I thought yeah I yeah
4: would,
0: yeah I thought I would would throw that out there. Um, yeah,
1: interesting piece of information about the snake. Oh yeah, well, go two, ahead. Two really interesting pieces about the snake. First of all, the snake was originally intended to be a woman, Kenny. Um,
0: <laughs> that would have been but, very interesting if it was a woman. Yeah. I think. That uh, would have... yeah
1: um, they Cheng Che had originally planned it as a woman and I can't remember exactly why he changed it to a man. But that woman would have made a very interesting dynamic, and that's why that character was so complex compared to the other four or five guys in the movie. Um, there, she was the snake. Was intentionally to show the more, I guess, not human side of the clan, but more of a feminine touch to it, and then also the snake. This. Um, Style. There's a snake style, of course, but that's not the snake style that's taught in schools. That one was specifically developed by Lu Feng and his team for the movie because they wanted something to look cool on the screen and not just your usual snake style. Mm -hmm. So um, they invented that and the movie took a little longer to look to make because of his pickiness on the fighting style of the and the look that they wanted to come across on screen. So those are the two interesting facts I have about the snake character.
3: Yeah, that is interesting. I haven't not even seen this this particular movie. That that is exactly what I think of when I think of snake style fighting. So it's kind of interesting that that's a that's just what was invented for this particular movie. But,
2: uh yeah I think like a, a normal sort of snake fist is 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 less you know sort of, um, focus on the uh, cr- the snake crawling on the ground type thing and normally it's just like oh, they hold their fist in the shape of a snake and then they you know dart out and hit the enemy but here you know it, they sort of made use of the, you know the, the snake as a whole you know what they, what they, what they say is that it's one part of uh, you have the snake head and the snake tail which work in conjunction with each other and, uh, and yes Head and the left hand is the tail. Yeah, and you know, and, and, and yeah, the weakness of his style was that you know, if you if you get the head and you get the tail, then uh, that's him finished basically. And yeah, and that was uh, quite a nice sort of way. Yeah, it's true. If you get a snake and you hold it by the head and the tail, then they can't really do much anymore, can they? No. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the the limbo parts of the snake style were pretty cool. I thought as well and it's interesting i don't know if you know I, it probably it was probably intentional but it did choose the um the slimmer uh sort of build um actor for for, for the snake and uh or well, i guess it fits i mean um maybe I and mean, maybe you know, the snake style was sort of de- developed for that sort of physique because uh uh what, the way they describe it um at the beginning of the movie when introducing all the styles is you know the snake is a very lithe and uh, agile um, textile. You know, using flexibility as well as uh, speed, um, which you know you, you can't. Yeah, you know, for example, if you took the toad, you would not believe that that character would play a very convincing snake <laughs> if they <it> were using <laughs> yeah, the same a bar very, of technique. And he
0: tends to have he tends to kind of you know be similar fighting style in a lot of the movies. I think because of his physique, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know much about. You know, actual snake style beyond what I've seen in the movies, um, but but that's that's pretty interesting. That I I think that for me personally, just as somebody who's who's you know done martial arts, but also as a fan of martial arts movies, uh, my feeling has always been I I am a fan of whatever works visually for the film. Um, going with that, and if it if it isn't necessarily all that realistic or they're inventing stuff, as long as it looks okay, it's cool. Um, and if they're, but if they are trying to go for like a more realistic sort of grounded thing, then I would expect to see that. But this is a movie where you have guys hanging on walls and, you know, doing all kinds of things that are, are really to me feel like more out of like a wuxia book or something where it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not necessarily meant to be like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, realistic Kung Fu, um. But uh, but I don't know. Uh, any other thoughts? I guess on the on the fight choreography. While we're uh, on the topic,
2: I know I I re- I enjoy the choreography. Like they did. Yeah, you know, I, I know that I was the one who was asking for a movie where yeah, you know, all the sort of fighters had their own unique styles, and yeah, you know, I got exactly what I asked for in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> And they explained I mean,
0: it too. They, they're, you know, like we're going to, we, you know, he's got this style, so we're going to do this in order to counter it. And everything was, I don't know, I thought very stark and clearly drawn.
2: Yeah, and and the way they all had their own separate, um, you know, sort of training regime set up in the beginning, you know, you saw you saw you know what they use for for the sort of daily training apparatus there, you know, the stakes got the sort of um, the low uh, wooden bars and the and the wooden stakes that you have to break while you was know, limboing along or shimmying along, I guess, <laughs> in the all bent over. And then yeah, you have the Toad who's practicing, you know, his uh, sort of hardness kung fu against spikes, and you yeah, know, breaking metal plates against his arms, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah, I I, I, I thought that yeah, this it gave it a very uh, unique flair to each of the characters. By yeah, you but know, you could you, in all the fight scenes, you could tell definitely you know, what what style of um, or which of the venomous creatures that they represented in the in the way they fought.
0: Yeah, I like I and one one of the, uh, one of the uh fighting styles I really enjoyed watching was the Scorpions because he had a lot of those sort of uh sp- like almost like spinning hook kick style kicks mm-hmm. and you know and he was and 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 uh uh the actor I think his name is uh Sun Qian, he's uh I, I thought his kicks were really good in this. Um and he's so, known as a kicker. I'm sorry.
1: He's known as the kicker. He yes. was a
0: taekwondo
1: specialist.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. My, my, I started up in taekwondo, so maybe that's what I was um, picking up on. Was I was like, yeah, those kicks look really solid to me, and I noticed that I'm like Angela Mao, similar. She she was like a hop, keto taekwondo person, and her kicks are really, uh, you know, I think really really exceptional. Um, and sometimes you know, a lot of times the 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 kicks sometimes seem like they get not as much attention in in some of the movies. So uh so so yes yeah, so i enjoyed watching the scorpions style i i and i enjoyed i love the lizard walking on the wall that that just visually yeah, looks super awesome. cool to
4: me yeah uh-huh.
2: but, um, i gotta say though for the scorpion style um the darts to me came out of nowhere like suddenly <laughs> how, how how does being a scorpion have any relation to the fact I think that, that, that just fit his personality yeah, i think he was right.
0: just a I think he was just an underhanded kind of guy, and was just like, "Well, I'm going to kill him <laughs> right now," and you know, I have these concealed weapons to do it with. But I guess maybe it's like the scorpion's tail. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, um. Though, though, maybe they should have put him on the bottom of his foot or something, so that it was, you know,
2: <laughs> worked up his kicks. You know, his kicks. His yeah. it, it, kicks were supposed to represent the stinging of a scorpion's tail. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but um,
0: but yeah. So I don't. There was also a lot of torture in this movie um you know and you get you get a lot of that in cheng chai you get like people being drawn Mm -hmm. and quartered and uh but this one had a number of torture scenes uh following each other Um, poor
2: guy i gotta say like having to go
0: (laughs) well and not just that one guy so that guy so so number one we have like the judicial torture where they just sort of you know, they break people's legs or like put the—I I don't know what they're called—but they're like these pieces of wood with rope that go through them, and they, you know, and they, they they torture a confession out of you. Um, but then they had the Iron Maiden, um, which was kind—I think it was like meant to be more of an acupuncture Iron Maiden to um, to 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 affect to affect your kung fu, because um, I know that they were trying to get rid of his iron skin with it. And then they had. Um, I forget what they called it. Was it called the burning chest or the iron chest? The It was like a uh, chest plate that they heated up and they just stuck it on the And they put bag. it on his back. It yeah.
1: was the burning iron coat, I think it was.
3: Iron coat, that's it, yeah. Iron coat, that sounds about right. But Yeah, but the... The torture seems especially cruel too, considering the guy had had this like invulnerability power for a while. So it's like, he's feeling no pain for all this time. Then suddenly he loses it. And then it's like, man, that's, that's gotta feel worse for him than for most people. But, uh,
0: (laughs) and and again, we're going to spoil things. And this is a big spoiler if you haven't seen it. Mm. Um, but then when they execute him, they, the way that they do it is, it's, it's really, it's like a, one of the most insidious things I've ever seen where they, they put, Mm. damp pieces of paper basically over his mouth and then just keep dampening it and uh i go ahead the thing
2: is like, i was gonna sort of be i was gonna sort of point out that you know the way they killed him they could have done it without you know breaking his um, iron kung fu in the first place i mean <laughs> yes, if they true. tied him up and then just suffocated him yeah
1: well first they had to get him all tied up yeah but i mean they could have drugged him and then tied him up and then suffocated him instead yeah. of putting him through all the torture but if they wanted a confession they were going to have to do something. They couldn't just, I guess, yeah, kill him right. right away. Yeah, I, I
0: think that was for the confession yeah. was why they were... Um, who still was, it, the guy, who yeah. was the guy that killed him? Was it Lin Kuang? Was that the guy's name? The sort of sketchy... Um, I don't know what his official guy, position right? was, but he was like a constable second-in-command or something.
2: Lin Kuang, I think. Was, that's what the HKDB is saying. But uh, yeah.
0: But yeah, he was a real devious character. But then there's all these double crosses. So they, they, it, it, you know, it's sort of like in that scene in Goodfellas where they just start cleaning up like all the people that are, that have their, their hands dirty. <laughs> and so, so the, the, the scorpion, the snake just go around murdering all the people that have been helping them. And, and it's, I, I, those scenes, I still you. can't really, I can't watch those. I have to, I, the, the, the scene where they stick the thing in the guy's mouth mm. I have to like yeah. turn my eyes away midway through the scene every time and uh and i'm not squeamish at all and and the and the one with the long needle into the brain i also get a little bit uh uncomfortable watching uh yeah it made me
3: think of a creep show with the uh (laughs) with the mummy tool thing that's uh that's what
2: came to mind on that Oh, when they hook the brain (laughs) out of your nose (laughs) yeah but um Well, what I thought was strange was that, you know, that they claimed that the reason why they used these um, methods to kill them was so so they would leave no marks on the body. But I would have thought that, you know, even with basic uh, ancient Chinese autopsy type things, they had coroners back in those days. There's a coroner
0: in the movie. In fact, I think the coroner was the guy who – there were two guys in the inn um, that that basically explained things – to the lizard, and I think the coroner might have been one of them.
2: Oh, um, the old guy. The other. Yeah. There was, well, there was
0: the prison guard, um, played by um, uh, Lam Phi Wong, and then I think there was somebody else there. I thought that was either the coroner or one of the other, uh, you know, sort of seniors. But um, but yeah, I mean, but but keep in mind, it was this, it was uh, it was um, the centipede, who. Who came up with that idea? And the centipede is is kind of shown not to be the most long term. The, the brightest thought, Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> you know, true yeah you think it would just draw attention to kill people in such bizarre styles it's like you know this this, this a guy in a back alley and leave him there it's like could have been a mugging <laughs> but, but no no yeah but yeah i mean you know even with the, it with the, with the you know needle going up the nose thing too is his nose was even bleeding too afterwards it's like it's like it's, that's kind of a strong clue to a cause of death but uh
0: but who knows? But I did. I did like the centipede's character in this movie. I thought he was one of the most entertaining of the, uh, of the of the Venom's in the movie. Just his sort of oh yeah, and, you, know, you know, yeah. He
2: he was one of those like self assured characters. Like he, he had you know perfect faith in his own you know martial <laughs> oh, yeah. arts and his own sort of well shitty scheming is the best way I can put it. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was the smartest character, and he was all for himself, and you knew it right from the beginning. There was no guessing if he Mm. was good or bad or going to be redeemed or anything. You just knew him. He was straightforward. I'm number one. I'm the boss. And I'm going to get what I want, whether you're with me or not.
0: No, but here's a question. What do you think would have become of the centipede if he had, um, if he had decided not to side with Scorpion in that final moment, because there is that brief, you know, thing that happens where the snake, you know, has his redemptive moment. And then, the scorpion is you know looks to centipede is like don't be a fool they're just going to kill you if you uh if you if you side with them but i've i've always kind of wondered what would happen if the centipede had gone the other way um would would uh with the lizard and with the the sixth student have, have let him off the hook or would they have had to kill him
2: they would have killed him i mean the, the, the sixth student's mission was to kill um any of the venoms he turned out to be yeah, a bit lacking on the mor- on the morality side of things, right? So, yeah, he, this guy tried to frame, or uh, well, actually did frame as like fifth martial brother type thing, yeah. and tortured and, and subjected them to torture and yeah. killed witnesses. You know, he was definitely not on the right side of the, of. of uh, um, of righteousness there so yeah he would have probably been killed um, even if he did side with uh, scorpion for that fight uh didn't side with scorpion for that fight in the end i think
3: yeah the I... lizard was very close with the toad too it's like he wouldn't have he wouldn't have let that go that 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 really really broke him up that the uh, the toad was was dead when he got back so i i can't see him going what? well you know we all worked it out in the end <laughs>
1: Yeah, I totally agree with Adam and Kenny. There was no way that they were going to ever let him go. He'd already proven that he was not trustworthy, and because of his nature, he might have sided with them too first, but then he would have tried to take them out to get the map all to himself anyway. So there would have been no way he would have survived.
0: Yeah, I do think he would have ultimately betrayed them in the end if he had uh, Mm -hmm. gone the other way. Um, I was just curious if they would have been able to give him any mercy. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but I guess... Oh, he, go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: But Snake, on the other hand, I think if he had had his moment of redemption a little bit sooner <laughs> and sided with um, with the lizard and the sixth venom or the sixth student, I think he might've had more of a chance.
3: A yeah. Slight... And he's
0: smarter too. So I think he would have been able to talk his way out of stuff a little bit more too. Right. Um, Centipede. Well, the, I, don't uh... mean, I don't know if
3: Centipede has the, the, the he communication have the skills. you
1: do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, the fact is because, because Centipede was insisting I'm number one and I'm boss for the whole thing. So snake could have at some point gone, Oh, well, I was just going along with what I was told to do. Which wasn't entirely the case, but could try to sell that.
2: I do have a question about the snake, though. Like it, did any of you get the impression? That, I've, I've, I've only seen the movie few once, so maybe those of you who have watched it multiple times can have a better grasp on this than I do. But do you feel like he was running out of money? <laughs> I don't
0: know because I, I, I don't. I, I have a feeling that he, he. I, I don't know if he was as interested in the money as centipede
1: was.
2: Because yeah. he, I, I think his, his backstory was that like he came from like a rich family, right? And yeah. he joined the the yeah, poison crime mm.
1: family, and he was in it just to learn a, a particular style that would stand out. I guess um, to you know how sometimes wealthy people want to be better than everybody else in everything. So he didn't want a style that everybody could do. So he chose the snake style because it was unique.
0: And he bribes the the judge with five thousand tails. So if he's yeah, running out
2: it, it looks like he was really painful. Yeah, when he was like counting out the money, I was like, oh, oh. I, I get
0: you. But well, I I mean that's a lot of money, I suppose. But yeah, maybe maybe he was running out of money. I I, I have yeah. always wondered if he if if like if he was motivated by the money or if he was just motivated by you know being beneath um, the centipede, um, but.
2: I yeah think because i think that's, if, if he was motivated but motivated by the money it sort of makes sense why he went along with this his plan in the first place but as it sort of went along he sort of realized you know what am I, what am i doing here you know what, we're just kidding people and just yeah. causing more and more grudges and yeah we, he gives that little speech about how you know he just wants things to end type of thing well and also uh, yeah.
0: when he clutches the money like that i mean i think it, it could mean that he was he was clutching it because he was Reluctant to give it up, but it also might have been like one of the early indications of his guilty conscience because he's That's about to use I it. For, oh, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say the exact same thing. I think it that was the beginning of his redemption or his wanting really to be out of it because they went to the house. They didn't really find what they were looking for. And I really believe he thought that, you know, killing was going to really be ramped up at this point. And after they'd already killed a whole entire family and he's already from a rich background that's honorable. So why is he doing this? I think the clutching of the money was just our first glimpse that maybe the snake isn't all that bad.
4: Mm.
0: But, but yeah, I mean, that that's what I would tend to think, but I would all, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, my, my impression. And again, you know, I, I still could have missed something, um, it's just that he was, he was not as interested in the money as, um, as Scorpion or Centipede were. Um, I think they were all, I think that was a much bigger motivating factor for their characters than his. Um, but, uh, but I don't know, but I, and going back to the whole idea of the snake, uh, possibly being a woman, I do think, that that's something that I, I find really interesting because this would have almost been a different movie with that mm-hmm. character as a woman um mm-hmm. it's a it, the, the, the dynamic would have been quite different um
1: yeah you know was i was mean? wondering if they, maybe he had changed it to a man just to leave out the maybe the love kind of relationship because if there's a woman involved most of the times in these movies there's some kind of love interest yeah. and i wonder if he had left out a woman and made it a man just because he didn't want to have to deal with the complications that a love relationship would have caused to the film or a perceived one would have i don't know that was just my thinking no, that, on that
0: that makes some sense to me because um, if it was if, if the snake had been a woman then i think that the uh there would have i would have probably just assumed that she, like she and the centipede were together, or something. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, mm-hmm. so often in these movies, that's just the way it is. Um, or her and the uh, scorpion, maybe, because he's always scorpion's always going into the room and mysteriously in the middle of the night. Uh, but uh, and and it would and it would have added maybe like a love triangle situation. Now that I'm thinking about it, if uh, if they yeah. had gone that way, but um but yeah i don't know i don't know i i do i mean i guess i guess ultimately it, i think it was probably the right call because the movie i mean this movie works and I, I i i would be reluctant to change anything just because you know it's a classic movie and i think that the uh uh you know everything does seem to come together perfectly well as it is um so maybe may, and maybe those were the reasons um that, that he chose to do that um but but yeah i don't know the uh I suppose the, the the um the one other topic that I, I kinda wanted to bring up was the uh was the location of the um of the movie being set in this sort of small town a small city. And uh uh it's kinda you know, it's kind of like a city intrigue film. Um and you know, there's not you know, there's not there's not like a lot of travelling or anything like that in the movie.
2: Um I mean, I that's what I was saying I come for that, It was just like it's very convenient that we all ended up in a very small town together. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but they had the Gu Fung character to thank for that because they were all going after the money. They all wanted yeah. the money, and so that was his only lead. His only lead was, well, I don't know what I don't know their identities. I don't know where they are, but I know this one guy, and he's rich, and and he's associated with the clan. He's an old classmate of mine. And they're definitely going to be going after him. You know, uh, <laughs> so I mean, you know, but it's kind of weird because the I think the lizard character. And the toad, their explanation was they were just going to basically be asking him for money. Was that the, was that the
1: impression that you had, Lady Fung? Yeah, they were just going to ask him for money and leave discreetly, just enough to make themselves a little better off, and then go out to go off into another town.
0: But but it is interesting they all converge there at the same time, um, <laughs> and. Uh, um, You know, it. it, it,
1: We have them in there longer.
0: That's true. That's true. I guess everything comes to a head at the same time. But I always. There's always sort of these odd coincidences in these movies. I think sometimes due to time considerations. But I sometimes just interpret it as like fate. Like, you know, they're just sort of fated to be in Mm -hmm. this, you know, uh, uh, to to meet at this time. And sometimes the characters will will invoke fate too. So. um, Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, it's interesting cuz it seemed like maybe I misunderstood but the original plan was that 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 Yang Chi was going to show up and he was going to the guy was going to kind of get his money out which was going to try and draw the others in and it so it was it was an interesting twist that it felt like the plan had you know the others had already gone ahead of that plan so that never actually got off the ground but uh well my, was... my again
0: it could depend on the subtitles and stuff but my reading was that um that the master uh, uh, just believed that they were going
3: to be naturally drawn to, to the fact that you know okay yeah i uh, i may have misinterpreted that at the beginning but uh, yeah that that, that I, I mean that, that makes more sense as what ultimately happened so
2: <laughs> but um i do the money is like in McGuffin and all that but i i do yeah you know, find myself wondering like how did yeah you know, how much money was there and yeah, how did Mm. the poison kind actually acquire all this money? And, you know, did the, um, the, the, Yes, the junior brother uh, the, the other teacher steal the money or did he, you know rightfully take it away and then hide it away you know well it, you know, it's, it's nice that there's all these little background things that you can sort of use your imagination to fill in the gap
4: mm-hmm. yeah
2: now I, now I'm just sort of imagining um Yangdi and uh, the lizard finding like a massive mountain of uh, gold and silver <laughs> buried in the hill somewhere and living yeah. out the rest of their days in uh, splendor and, <laughs> and I'm assuming it's a
0: considerable amount, um, because I mean, there, you know, the, you know, you know, is it enough that he's hiding it? He's hiding a map of it in a candlestick, so right,
1: and everybody thinks that they're going to get rich off of it, so there has to be a sizable amount. But from all the different subs and dubs that I've watched, what I've come to realize at is that the Poison Clan originally before the ailing master and his junior classmate were a part of the clan must have been some kind of criminal organization because the um, the name of the poison clan strikes fear in the in the hearts of the people in the martial world that's why they can only talk about it in their little enclosed haven that they're in at the beginning
4: mm. but
1: the, i guess the ailing Chief has decided that he wants to clean it up just because he doesn't want that anymore. And he wants the money to be returned back. And maybe it's because of his illness he's decided that the clan should do better or be better or whatever. You know how people have that uh, end-of-life moment when they know that they're dying, that they want to try to fix what they did wrong. So maybe... That could have been it. But, you know, the junior master was already kind of doing that. But those five pesky disciples that he had he just couldn't let it go.
0: <laughs> well, and I think he even mentioned that, um, didn't he say something like when, uh, that the clan used to basically be bad before he took control of it? Like that was the um so i so yeah. my, my assumption was and this might have just been because i got bad dubs or something but my assumption was that um that he uh that when he and the Gu Fung character were maybe you know more on a equal footing within the sect that the sect might have been doing shadier things and then when he became the master of the entire sect that he started reforming it um uh but uh because the money I think was supposed to have been got like ill gotten gains. I think that's why he wanted Mm -hmm. to give the money to, to charitable cause or something. Um, But oh, go ahead.
2: Yeah. I was on the um, comment that the sort of junior classmate um, person wasn't really that skilled for someone who's supposed to be on the same sort of a peer of the master, you know, uh, he, he, he went down quite easy. It was just all for me. I was looking at that.
0: No, he did. I mean, I, I, and I don't, at in, in, in some points they call him a classmate of the master. And at one point, of the master, at least in the dubs, he said um, that he was like a fellow teacher or something. But he just might have been less skilled. I, I, you know, I don't I don't know what the, um, but he did go down pretty easy. And, uh, and I so, that oh, go ahead.
1: thought that it might have been due to age and, not using it as much because it seemed like to me that he didn't take any students. So he wasn't practicing like the dying master was.
0: Yeah. I, I I think, um, I think, I think you're right. I think he might've also gotten rusty. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what the, uh, what the, you know, what the explanation would be for him also he was facing the centipede and the snake or no no joke um, mm-hmm. so, um but uh but yeah so and then you know i think I think that uh pretty much covered all the topics that I was thinking. does anybody have any additional thoughts on it or uh questions about the movie so um so, uh, so tomorrow, I think, uh, me and Adam, we're going to be on with Nick, right? About the, uh, the classic Doctor Who episode. And, yep, that's right. And then, um, next week, uh, I'm not sure what the plan is, but we'll, I know that, uh, we'll probably get to another movie. And, uh, and I think me and, uh, oh, oh, yeah. The, the, um, so, so we'll, we'll maybe be doing <laughs> The Bride with White Hair, too. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it amongst ourselves after the podcast, and uh, but but it looks like that might be what we're doing, and um, uh, I think we also have a Adam. What's the movie that we're going to do? Outland. Is that the movie? that Outland we're gonna do? Yep. with Sean Connery. Uh, yes.
3: So,
0: so we got a full full schedule of things. So the movie is the Five Venoms. It's up on Amazon Prime right now. Oh.
2: We we did not address the. Uh... Best line in the movie.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on. Get get to that. (laughs) One sec. Let me sign out, and then we'll uh, we'll 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 do something. Hold on. Um, So uh, you know, but we'll be back on next week. And uh, until then, we'll talk to you later.
2: It might not have been the best line in the movie to some people, but I think it's one of the more memorable ones. Poison Clan rocks the world.
1: <laughs> that is the most iconic line of that movie. It's the one that everyone remembers after they watch it.
3: It's the one on the t-shirt, that's for sure. So, Is there that's a t-shirt it? of that? Yes, there, there are multiple I, T-shirts. Yes. Okay.
1: 36 Chamber cells
3: T-shirt. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, they they have awesome <laughs> shirts at that place. I have to say, they have some of the best uh, the, the best Kung Fu movie shirts that I've seen.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's one. one of their best sellers. What was that? The Poison Clan one is one of their best sellers. It's almost always sold out.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. That seems like the sort of thing that, uh, uh, you know, we, we, that's sort of like what I was saying before. I said like you know it seems like something's put into the movie, so people say it, it seems like it's put in the movie, so you end up putting it on a T-shirt,
3: um, <laughs> that? that kind of thing. Um, I wanted to put it in the trailer, yeah. but uh... <laughs> but um, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I the other the other fr- the other uh, uh, line I liked was the one where um uh, scorp where I think the snake was having second thoughts about what he was doing and he said like when will these evil deeds ever end and and scorpion said uh you know no evil evil deeds you know don't end you, mm. as soon as you commit them they're you know they're the they sort of you know keep going and going they're endless um you know that was one of my i thought that was one of the more notable lines in the movie too um yeah but definitely poison line. clan rocks the world i mean, think that, that that line stands out like that just is like <laughs> it just jumps out and bites you in the face that line um
2: and courtesy of uh, Amazon uh, Dubs and Subs, here's torture from the <laughs> magistrate <laughs> tossing out the the, the order to uh, torture the scorpion. That's uh, yeah, that, yeah. Again, the you know there, there
0: was. Uh, I, I mean, I think Cheng Che had a had a fat. He was almost like you know how like Mel Gibson movies inevitably have like those those sort of self-flagellation scenes of the hero. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Cheng Che did an awful lot of that, um, in his movies where, you know, like, like even like the scene with the toad where he's getting brought up into the Iron Maid, like that's like a very sort of, you know, sort of crucifixion like scene where he's being, uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so this is, again, this is like one of our little bonus things. So if you stuck around, you, uh, uh, you, you listened to Distressor,
4: which is what you should do, and now you've heard the bonus podcast.